What's up? This is another episode of Just Common Thoughts. Here we discuss pop culture and multimedia. We often clash because Edgar is always wrong. I'm Darius, the voice of reason here. And if you somehow miraculously made the decision to keep listening, tune in for our absurd takes and passionate debates, which ultimately mean nothing. But thank you for listening. <laughs> here we go. Nothing in common. Uh, uh, nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay comfortable to comment. All right, <clears throat> back at it again. All right, so um, an off the rip review. Uh, we're reviewing the finale of Power, but we did miss one week due to the yeah, holidays. We so we didn't review episode nine. Uh, and episode nine uh, was called Monster. And then uh, the season finale is called Heart of Darkness, which is episode 10. So yeah, spoilers for the whole season, spoilers for episode nine and 10. And uh, we're just gonna briefly review nine and then we're gonna go into episode 10. So uh, I can put in timestamps if people wanna skip through nine to go to 10. And I just like telling Edgar what to do. <laughs> I'm not, you're talking about timestamps and shit. <laughs> Y'all can do um, your own timestamping. Anyways, yeah, no, I was just joking with you, man. Um, Episode nine is titled Monster, and uh, the synopsis reads, IMDb, IMDb synopsis reads, after the head-on collision of Tariq's worlds at homecoming, the campus is hot, causing problems as he tries to settle up on debts. Um, and so uh, what happens in episode nine, they're dealing with the fallout of um, the jumping of Zeke and the basketball team. Um, they are going through investigations with the school and uh, pulling in the, the, the students to interview them on what happened. Zeke is freaking out because he doesn't want to be implicated. And so he's going to Professor Milgram, Carrie. Um, and Carrie's freaking out because Monet just threatened uh, her that she can't implicate Zeke or her family. And so now Carrie has to dodge the cops while um, Professor Plagiarism, um, AKA Morris Chestnut Light. Um, <laughs> Professor Reynolds. Yeah, Professor Reynolds. Um, he, yeah, the great value Morris Chestnut. Now he um, is still thinking that Tariq, uh, still thinking that Tariq is messing with the professor at this point, uh, but his suspicions are getting a little um, thwarted, but he's also interviewing um, and he's also trying to write this book about Tariq. And he also knows about Tariq uh, because he followed Tariq to go see the handoff with him and Drew. Um, and besides that, Monet decides that she's gonna kill the distro. Um, and, oh no, I'm sorry. Because Monet killed uh, one of the distro's guys, there was a hit back and the hit, um, they ended up shooting up the bar, which I guess that bar gets shot up how many times a season? Well, this the third? We'll get into that, we'll yeah. get into that later. Yeah. Well, it'll, be, yeah. it'll be on number three. Episode <laughs> yeah. 10, yeah. And then uh, Drew, who uh, thinks he's a soldier now because, you know, he, he saves Zeke, says, yo, I can handle it while they're all getting, I don't know, like wow. a submachine Uzi, like a 50 cal, just ripping apart the bar. Three cars. Drew stands. Three cars. It was like Tommy shooting up Proctor in the middle of Manhattan, bro. Let's do the math, right? Because there was like two cars. There was probably at least like eight guns in each of these cars. <laughs> and they're Automatic just spraying, 
30 rounds. <laughs> actually stood up in this situation, he would have been dead. <laughs> like completely off. And he right. gets hit one time in the back. <laughs> in the shoulder, yeah. One time in the shoulder. So you know he's going to be okay. But oh no, Drew shot. So, and remember that this is also because um, this all has to do with Kane and uh, Kane spiraling out. Um, also, where was he running to? Like, where were you going? Oh, yeah. Where the fuck um, was Drew going? Drew. He's That's going to the trap. He said so. He's He's like, don't, oh, don't get the strap. He said that. Drew, no. Oh no! You know, Fifty wrote that shit in, and they were well, like, "I don't think he said get the strap." So <laughs> oh, he said, "I'm okay. gonna go get the piece." Oh, okay. I gotta, go I gotta go get the piece. I gotta go get the gun. And what of the funny he said get the strap is that is Fifty's line. Uh, that would be funny. And then uh, what else happens in this episode? Oh, they killed. They uh, came meets up with Ramirez. Came meets up with what's his name? Ramirez. Yeah. Came meets up with Ramirez. And Kane, in a long line of bad decisions, makes another bad decision. Yep. And kills Ramirez. Um, in 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 just like I know it's nighttime, but chilling the cop in public. Right. Um, yeah. And then they, they, that's the one problem. They're just dropping bodies in this, like left and right, just in public places. It's like what? Yeah. What is going on? Um, and then. Is there anything else that happened? What happened? Anything happened with Tariq and his uh, love interest in that episode? No, but he did figure out that Method Man was um, lying to him. Oh, yeah. Right. And then at the very end of the episode, um, because Sax got screwed over, oh, there's that whole storyline with the um, Epiphany, the stripper. And uh, oh, Tasha, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Tasha yeah. Tariq. Yeah. So like clearly telling Tariq to take care of her to like, which means, you know, kill her. But just like, yeah, take care of her. Like you took care of Slim. What do you mean? (laughs) Like what what the hell, what do you think that's gonna mean? And so because um, Davis Davis and Saxon have been caught in this lie, um, once uh, Tariq, instead of uh, killing her, lets her go, which then contradicts what happens at the end of this episode, because it's, Seems yeah. to me that they were going a different way of Tariq and saying that he's growing and he's not gonna be like Ghost. But in the finale of this one, he kind of goes for it kind of embraces Ghost even more. Who did he kill? Uh, he kills Reynolds at the end of uh, the finale. Oh, yeah. Okay. In Central Park. Oh, <laughs> yes, in public. <laughs> after he after he heard the shot and like people have heard the shotgun. Uh, but any, um, but before that, uh, what was I gonna say? Where was I? Oh, he meets up with the stripper because she's right. staying so at. Tariq, she's staying at the. Instead of killing off the stripper, yeah, Tariq does the right thing and gives her the money to run. Stripper doesn't show up in court. That messes up Sax's whole Sax and McLean's whole um, ordeal. Um, and so they get exposed, and then uh, now Sax and McLean are both in hot water. And Sax's way to solve this is that he's now going to put Tariq on the stand because McClane which I think was, was the dumbest. Well, technically speaking, technically speaking, Sat, um, Tariq doesn't know this yet until what's her name gets fired. I mean, well, she leaves after um, the because whole McClane, shit happened. McClane yeah. was lying, yeah. and mm-hmm. after he got exposed, his partner Paula, who's pretty, fine, reached out, reached out, reached um, out to Tariq. Well, yeah, first she she 
Curse her Tasha. pretty much. Yeah. 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 Told Tasha the truth. Yeah. Uh, which warned Tariq. And then went to Tariq to tell Tariq the truth. And um, now that sets it up that Tariq goes and hires Tamika again. Because, again, there's only five lawyers in all of New York City. <laughs> and... Uh, but she didn't even need to hire her to do what she yeah, did. Yeah, which didn't make sense to me. And then they made a whole big scene out of that. Like, she was like, give me a give dollar. Me a dollar. <laughs> um, she didn't say, no, I'm your lawyer. <laughs> Can I just say that I love that whenever that happens in a TV show? Like, I personally love it. I was happy. With that shit is so that. stupid, though, because it's like, why would you trust her after you just tried to kill her? You know no, I, mean? I just the whole dollar thing. I want like oh, yeah, there's just a little everybody getting like thing. yeah, 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 get yeah, yeah. I just want to hand someone a dollar and be like, here's a dollar. You're my lawyer. Now. You're hired. Yeah, yeah. yeah Rashawn tried that in an alley in Australia once, and they really go too far. Whoa. Did you really? <laughs> no, I'm lying. Whoa. I'm messing, I was... I'm messing with you. <laughs> no, hold oh. Yo, Diva. One thing that I'll give the episode is though, since um, if we transition to the next episode. They kind of did listen to our conversation, though, on the phone. Remember we were texting back and forth in the group chat? Like, yeah. yo, why doesn't he just use all that shit against him? Yes. And he ended up yeah, using he did. that shit. I was like, oh, shit, they listened to us. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they must They had ears on us. Um, yeah, so and that I concludes know. episode nine. I forget. But we felt like episode nine was a good episode, I feel like. It was yeah, a good we did. Episode, it was a good yeah. episode. It was a good when episode. When I recount it, it sounds terrible. But in the moment of it... <laughs> It was it was a good episode leading yeah, up to this episode, which was yeah. for me a letdown. Talking about and episode ten, hard to That's one. that's what I told Mook. I said, "Yo, it seemed like because episode eight was great, episode nine was pretty good, right? A good follow but up, the, yeah. A good follow up, but then episode ten, it's like, yo, they take like three or four steps forward to take five to six steps back. Like, that, what are we yeah. doing? Yeah. But I think to, personally, I think the problem with this last episode was the fact that they try to squeeze too much into one episode. Mm-hmm. If they were going to do that, it should the episode should have been two hours. Yeah, they should have had a two, they yeah. should have been an 11 or 12 episode order on the season. But And Mook said exactly. that there should have been like a part two or something. Edgar, what were your thoughts on episode nine? Cause, I um, have um, three, three thoughts. Uh, my first thought is um, the actor that plays Streak looks like uh, Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. And I just can't. <laughs> I can't get that out of my head. My second one is that um, I call Paula Brenda because um, speaking of David Chappelle, um, she was in that skit when Keeping It Real Goes Wrong. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah. She's the one that keeps well, it real and ends up in jail. So like, oh, that's right. she, that, okay. yeah. <laughs> so I'm always like, oh, I'm always like, well, I'm about to keep it real. And you know what? This episode, she kept it real. Kept it um, all real. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, even when she was like, and hey, you chose this, I was like, ooh. <laughs> Playing that Davis's ring. I'm like, Davis, you fucked up. I man. was expecting her to get to a uh, Method Man's car and just uh, smash that shit in. But um, <laughs> my third thought is you know what? Like, um, I don't know, like maybe Mary J might not like that actor, but she just could not like get the feelings <laughs> out for Drew. <laughs> like she was just like, oh no, stay with me. <laughs> All right. 
Monet didn't care if that nigga died. <laughs> Motherfucker got blasted, yo. Yo, he took one Not one baby tear, bullet man. to the shoulder. He like, said said, one baby bullet. He yo, his whole head. cheese, bro. Yo, his whole shit, his whole shit should have been should've gone, been bro. Been in half. <laughs> uh, that shit should have just cut his top half of his body off. Uh, but, uh, shoot. Like oh, the, my bad, to cut you off, but something that happens, a minor thing that happens in episode 10, is that Monet says to, to Kane, like, where were you? Tariq saved your sister. I'm like, did he? Like, what, bro, did he? Yeah. What did he do that saved her? Did he just right. cover her? Or? Nah, I, I swear, so everybody just started down. shooting, everybody's just like, get down. <laughs> Like, did he really save her? <laughs> maybe you know what? She's always like calling her daughter stupid, so maybe she just didn't think the girl would get down. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because her other her other child clearly didn't know how to say no to the ground. So she was like, stop. Tariq, you're a real one for that. Thank you. Shit, I thought that okay, I thought that was gonna be a Quentin Tarantino flick, bro. And you just see blood and shit everywhere. Like and Tariq's just the only one down, like, oh shit, these motherfuckers are crazy. Well, like that's a problem with this, um, with some of the writing, and I probably think it's probably what's gonna what's disappointing you about the finale, though I haven't watched it. But I think because the series is successful, they were probably expecting another season, and they were probably trying to keep all the storylines in play, so they didn't actually want to close anything up. So all the characters that they killed, they really didn't you know, plan it out. They were just like, oh, we like all these things and we want to keep all the important actors that we like. And I feel like that's also a problem because I do like Mary J. Blige. I liked her in the Umbrella Academy, but here she's just not doing enough to carry this series. Like if they had- Which is wild because she is New York. Like- Exactly, yeah. but it's like you, you can be good at one thing. And right up her alley. Yeah, so I think, you know, I mean, Maybe she gets better, but I feel like they need to stop supporting the actors or the, you know the celebrity actors and actually just do whatever is important to the story. You know. Yo, my thing I is, I, I feel like my phone move. Oh, that's just, I was just gonna say real quick. I think you can find like five different New York like musicians that could have probably played Mary J. Blige's role a lot better than. I would honestly, at this point, I would have taken Little Kim over Mary J. Blige at this point to do this yeah. role. Because it really seems like she's trying to emulate. It's like someone says, "Yo, act oh, like shit, Remy I'm Ma." To Cardi, shit. Yeah. Like act Cardi. like Remy Ma, and that's what you should do. It's like exactly. just get Remy Ma. Yeah. Remy Ma actually about to kill this. Before she probably would have. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You yeah. could have got like Mary J. Blige, like her personality. Like I don't know, maybe. Maybe I'm so off on what her music means to like how she actually is, but like right. even like you think about when you think of Mary J. Blige, you don't think about this kind of role. Like, right. bro, they could have went out and got like Missy Elliott, to be honest with you, and it would have been more realistic. And some right. of the things, it's not like she's bad all around because like she got, she was really good in the Umbrella Academy. But even before that, they were talking about giving her. Um, an Oscar for Mudbound, which is this uh, movie on Netflix. But like, I think in both cases, it depends on the kind of director you get. And I don't mean to put conjecture because I'm not on the set. I don't know what's going on, but I very much feel like it's one of those situations where everyone is very much a yes man towards her and no one's willing to give her the hard direction that she might need. 
So that's what D said too. I mean, they feel like down to was the director. Yeah, I so I feel like you know. So I'm not like saying they need to replace her. I just hope they get someone in there who's because she's not one of these actors. Like if they wanted to get a Viola Davis type, someone who could actually like play a range of characters, like um, none. I'll I'll wrap it up real quick, not to like get off the rails. But they just put out a trailer for the second spinoff, um, Raising Kenan. And they got this actress, uh, Patina, Patina something. Um, she was in the Hunger Games. She ended up being the president at the very end. And um, oh, the black woman. Exactly, and she was like the. Uh, she's one of these theater um, actresses, and she's going to be leading that series and supporting. Um, uh, Is it Omar? Yeah, and I like that's a series and, you know, I mean, I'm sure you guys are probably going to check it out, but you will be able to see the range of acting going on like Mary J can, if you get a right director behind her, she could do something very well, but she can't like, she can't play caring about Drew apparently like there's just something <laughs> she can't play and like, they're just setting up this series to fail so I feel like they need to just either get a new director or just find a way to focus on some other characters, you know? Right. And, 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 more. and that's how, again, that's how, if you work with the right director who knows how to bring that out of an actor at Umbrella Academy, her emotionlessness is funny. Exactly. The way they play that. And so it's like, you bring that same emotionlessness here, it doesn't work. Because it works when she's like tone. trying to be cool and shit sometimes. Right. right. But like when her kid gets shot and this lady, you just don't feel it. And like she's also like mad at her kids and it doesn't make sense because like she also kicked him out and all this stuff. Like, yeah, <clears> the <throat> writing doesn't make any sense. But if you have a good actor, maybe they could have the emotions to kind of make you feel it in the moment. And Mary J can't do that. And so like, the, it, the it's almost like she's under, happen. she's underacting here. Exactly. So yeah. that but um, enough about Mary J. Uh we'll yeah. get into her at the I'm sure in episode 10. Um, but just briefly because you brought up Raising Canaan, um, they also released a trailer for Power Book Four course, which is gonna we'll talk more about that at the end, but that's supposed to follow Tommy Egan. Um and I am excited about the Raising Canaan project and just briefly just want to give 50 Cent his flowers for creating this universe. Yeah, um, as much as as much as we um, as much as I I'm speaking for myself as much as I shit on power, um, it is creating a bunch of jobs for black people. It is giving a bunch of um, and not just black people, non-traditional like black actors. Like I really like that he put Method Man in a, in a, a lawyer role, or that they put that this allowed for Method Man to be in a role as a lawyer. Not that Fifty Cent is making those decisions. But just that 50 Cent and Courtney Kemp, the people involved, to create this universe, even though I definitely trash it, it's it's something that I think is a staple. And just to see it to see it grow and continue to grow, um, it's pretty cool. Just hope that it can be a good product. I want it to be good. And Method Man is one of because of that reason. Method Man is one of the better actors, to be honest with you. Yeah, I really enjoyed him. I thought I, he, he surprised me. He surprised me. He's one of my standouts of the season very yeah. much so Bef before we get to episode 10 though like watching episode 10 i was just like yo there somebody mentioned storylines i said i feel like they're juggling so many fucking storylines and there's so many characters that could have been offed way before we got to this point 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I mean, thankfully, going into episode 10, I'm like, thank God they finally got rid of this nigga. Professor Reynolds, I was like, he had to go. <laughs> you know what? They, like, in a perfect world, they could have gotten rid of Milgram, like, in that scene. But they really couldn't because she's one of the actors that could carry, like, a storyline, so they need her. But um, she, You know how uh, I call Professor Reynolds Morris Chestnut-like? Yeah. He, uh, Carrie, Professor Carrie is um, Carrie Washington-like. Oh. <laughs> how come? They don't even look alike. Yes, they do it's the facial expression. She doing a little lip quiver that she's doing a scandal. I noticed that, but now that you Speaking of characters it. that could be off, Zeke can be off, to be honest. Zeke could go. They could have blew his knee out, and I could have cared less. Bro, like his Very acting, true. especially episode 10, yeah, really episode showed 10. Yeah. how bad of an actor he actually is. And the thing like, that's... Go ahead. Um, go ahead. I was going to say, like, that's one of the storylines that really could have wrapped up. If they killed um, Kerry Washington Light, you know, like, that could have tied up that whole thing. Because, like, Zeke's, Zeke's whole purpose was to, you know, kind of integrate um, Tariq into the family, right? Yeah. And that's all done with. So, like, send him off to a different school. We don't need him. He could, you know. We get drafted and just leave the family. Exactly. Yeah, that's who. And that, you know, you that's one less thing to worry about. But it all boils down to casting. Like, fuck it. Before we even get to the set, how does he make it through the certain amount of rounds to be the Zeke that you're looking Easy, for? He was six six. Yeah, that but still, it. like, you can't get a six six. Come on now, Come on now. As far as the casting director thought, I'm sure. <laughs> Yo, come on now. No comment. Like, when you <laughs> dribble, <laughs> they no. shouldn't have showed him dribbling a basketball. You got people cheering for a 20 minute layup line and shit like that. <laughs> Generic rim grazing dunks, bro. Like then you see the te- the people they casted for the basketball team. It didn't even look like an actual gym. It looked like the gym from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so episode 10, Heart of Darkness. All right. <sighs> um, so, would you? Where would you rate this one? Let's go with uh, what we do on just common thoughts. If you give it out of seven stars, how many? Me? Uh, yeah, everybody. Well, I mean, you didn't watch it, did you? That's what I was yeah. asking. Uh, so round robin. I would, say, I would give it a. I would give it a three and a, I would give it a four, because I thought it was a good. It it was going in a good direction, but like I told Rashawn earlier, I felt like they tried to squeeze too much into an hour in what was like an hour and 20 they mm. tried to squeeze so much information in it and like i really like the fact that they brought tommy back like that was probably my favorite part of the whole scene because mm-hmm. like it, yeah. when i first when they first shot up the bar like for the third time and i first saw him pull up like i saw the blue car and i was like that's tommy's car isn't that mm. like i thought i was like the only person that went that at first and then when he was sitting outside Tariq's when Tariq was sitting outside. Cash, oh my God. Yo. Why, why? Whose son oh, is that? What are you Whose son is that? Because <laughs> why is he on this show? I have no idea, bro. <laughs> why, he looked like he a little touched, Talk though. I ain't gonna lie. He couldn't even get those two words out. It was like he was trying to, it was like he was Floyd May- Mayweather trying to read, bro. 
right, thanks, uh, thanks, Uncle Tommy. I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then and then we see um, we see uh, Tariq's oh. little sister. <laughs> I thought it was Again. hilarious. Look, he says he says yeah. So what about you and Jasmine? She's like it's Yasmin. Like like any of us know what her name is, yo. Right. Her name yeah. would be Apricot for all He's we care. Seen her yo. for four years. <laughs> yeah. Seen her once. Once, bro. Like bro. no, no bull. She's like an like an Easter egg in the show now. Like, yo, she is. Yeah. Yo. Like, Wait, who the fuck is that, that bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit, there's Yasmin today. Yo, that's hilarious. But um, no, no, actually, just to connect with with Edgar, did you got? Do you guys watch The Mandalorian? No. No. I didn't think so. Um, anyways, so, <laughs> okay. uh, the, the Mandalorian season finale, and when how they bring. And for spoilers for the season finale of that, how they bring a certain character back, I did get those vibes when Mook was seeing Tommy Egan in the uh, Tommy really in the blue. In the blue uh, really, I thought I was like, oh snap, this is gonna be dope. <laughs> You're bringing Tommy feeling. Egan and like, character returning. I'm like, Tommy's back. Yo, Tommy's Tom, the best thing about he is. Tommy's no, both sounds like he saved the episode. Yeah. He was. So <laughs> him and Ghost. Uh, now that both of them are off the episode, you realize how much they actually carried the show. But yes. even 52, when he was, because 50 yeah, had it, had it, Kanan had it, yo, 50, no, 50 brought it to the show, and then, like, yeah, obviously, I love, I love Ghost, and then when he died off, I mean, yeah, Tommy did carry it. That, that first initial crew that they had, yeah, that yeah. was it, because I'm like, how the hell do you even keep Tasha on the show? I'm still, I'm like, <laughs> I thought she was going to die this episode, yo. I was so happy. I was so happy. I was like, please offer, please, Yo. please offer. So yeah. so my rating, my rating for the show to get back to it though, I, I give it I was I was let down. I give it a three, bro. Mm -hmm. Like I think when we noticed that Tommy was back, it would have been nice to cut it off right there and it'd be like a two B continued thing. And we really mm -hmm. play on, we play on to okay, Tommy's back in town. How the fuck are they gonna get out of this? Can I get a that recap? Um, but before I do, um I want to say that I do actually take it back. I take it back. Um, Tommy Egan, actually, I'm, I'm like, I didn't know he's back, but I'm actually excited. He was over there on, um, what's the show that you watch? Oh, um, he oh, was on um, Netflix. Uh, Ozark. Breaking oh, yeah, Netflix. Ozark. Yeah, o yeah. Ozark. He did really, really good in that. They were like, I don't think. Um, yeah, he's a completely different character. I thought he was, they hired him to play the same character. Yeah. So when I first saw him on Ozark, I'm like, all right, here we go. He's going to do the same shtick, but it's a different shtick. You know what? Like his trick, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll wrap it up. But you know what his trajectory is? Like, you know, um, the Tom Felfrey, who's, um, who was in Banshee and then went on to Iron Man. What, which Iron Man? I mean, Iron Fist. Like, he played the brother or the cousin. Yes, and then he played the crazy. He played the crazy uh, brother in Ozark season three. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. He should have got, got an Emmy for that. But yeah, uh, well, he's like working with like Steven Soderbergh, so like I feel like um, the Tommy uh, Tommy Egan actor, like he's following that same trajectory. So I take it back what I said. I'm happy to see him back, and I'm glad that um, I'm gonna watch the episode after this. Yeah, yeah, seeing seeing the blue Mustang was like seeing the X wing, Edgar. That's all I'm trying to say. But to, I, I actually never talked to you about it. Did you like the Mandalorian finale? No. You look like you don't like, you didn't like it. No, but I told you, I find that little bad thing fucking creepy oh, as fuck. Yeah, I want to set right. it on fire and Anyways, dance around so, its grave. And I gave the episode. Put some salt on that so shit. Talking. 
get some fucking sage. Damn. Fucking donated donated to the museum. I'm telling you, it's a fucking chimera. It's a frog and a bat and fucking huge eyes. It's like a fucking alien. He's talking it's about baby fucking, Yoda. It's 50 years old, and you can tell it has a little old man hairs on it. Fucking <laughs> huge ass ears, man. And it fly with them. Okay, all right. Are you done um, assaulting I'll, a baby? I'll, I a will. Child? No, it's a fucking puppet. It doesn't have feelings. Also, Sound also, like Mary I, character. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You know what? That's where I'll stop. The puppet does more work than Mary J. I love Mary J. Damn. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm on with you, Shiz. Three out of seven for me. Um, but yeah, the end of. I mean, just have a Tommy bag, actually. So I'll put it at 3.5. And now I get a recap of what actually happened. Because I don't. We, that's that's what we get into. E. God damn. What the fuck? What the fuck do you think we're doing a review talk. for? Shit. She interrupted us, bro. Yeah. God your rants about hating children and killing young yeah. ones and stuff. Oh. It's not a person. <laughs> Anyways. It's a we, genetic we started experiment. The episode, we pretty much started the episode with the character from ATL. Oh yeah, he, apparently he got a job now. Yo, so <laughs> finally got the job, bro. And I was like, is that is that him? Within so seconds. Within seconds. Which one from his ATL? Career, his career really took Which off. one from ATL? Um, not TI, not the light skin, the dark skin one. What's his name? Oh, here he is. Jackie Long. Jackie Long. Yeah. Oh. Esquire. He was the dude who went to the all white school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he was in um, wasn't he in? That doesn't matter. Anyways, yeah, he was in acting ridiculous. Um, and before we get into the synopsis, because Edgar keeps fucking knocking me. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> this dude. Okay, um, sorry. Keep going. Here okay. we go. Uh, Heart of Darkness, uh, season finale, season one, episode ten. Tariq will do whatever it takes to clear his mother. But knowing he's not in the clear with Monet, Tariq is backed against the wall. Yo, I'm sorry. They did Jackie dirty. I'm my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, D. But they you said Rick, they said Rico, recurring character. That's the character he played. Recurring character. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I don't know where he's gonna be recurring yet, yo. yo. Recurring at the bottom of the, the harbor. <laughs> um so, uh, before, also before we go into the synopsis or uh, the playback, where do you guys rank the power theme song in terms of theme songs uh, for the culture? It's pretty Ooh, up there. It has to be, it has to be up there. It has yeah, to be. I say top five, bro. Because when they did that, um, remember they did the Trey songs version? Oh, yeah. That was Everybody strange. had a the backlash that, yeah, the backlash that 50 got. Yeah, that was, that was hilarious. <laughs> Trey Song was tight. He was like, yo, Fendi like, asked me to do this. I didn't want to do this. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's probably top ten. Cause like top because if you think about like top five, you have to put like the Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince up there. Yeah. You have to put like Martin up there. That's true. But top then what would you put? Would what like, would you what would you put after that though? What would be up there in the top five? Fresh Prince, I agree with you. Martin, definitely. Tell all um theme song. Yeah, all that. Uh, no, all that, right? all that. Okay. This is all. Yeah. 
Black, all that's up there too. Yeah. Um, it's definitely top ten though, because it's, it's recognizable now. Uh, no, oh, Bill, I mean, Keenan and Kel, Keenan and Kel, Kel uh, okay, yeah, that's I know, what I said. Oh yeah, I, I know we can't say this though, but I mean, I put the Bill Cosby theme uh, theme song up there. I'll put it up there. Recognizable though, like I wouldn't recognize the Bill Cosby theme song unless I'm watching the nah, show. No, you'd recognize it if that. No, nah, you. Yes, I don't. You would. I'm telling you, I wouldn't. I put the Bill Cosby. I'm putting. Yeah, Big Tom's theme songs up there. Nah, I'm putting the Bill Cosby song up there. Huh? What'd you say, Boo? Say that one more time. Oh, yeah, Good Times. Good Times is, yeah, that's a classic. Yep. Oh, moving on up. The Jefferson. Well, those, yeah. those don't count. Oh, Jefferson. Contemporary. Contemporary. Oh, okay. Like last. Moving uh, on up was in Lovecraft Country. It was good when they used it. It was, though. It was. It was. Yeah, Edgar has to mention his art house projects every 10 minutes, though. <laughs> Go ahead. Be a hipster. I'm restarting my timer right now. <laughs> Keep going. Anyways, so let's take us through it. So first, we uh, see Esquire from ATL, who was DC Joe's new muscle and distro. And uh, he's making a deal with Monet, but he's also hitting on Monet. Really while disgustingly. But, yeah, but like, before, eating before, we, before we go, <laughs> uh, before we move on with that, right? I thought he was going to be, like, the next, like, bad guy or, like, the next yeah. villain in town, right? Cause exactly. that's Especially because the... he's so recognizable. It's like when they had Jesse Williams in it for two seconds. Like, yeah. why would you get Jesse Williams just to be Cash's dad and not have him be in the show? Exactly. Yeah. Because he came Never in at the end of Nine remember. where he was coming into town and he was the one who shot up the, um, the spot, right? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, shit, we got another villain and then they off them, like, not even five minutes into the episode. Yeah, so I'm just going to go briefly so Edgar doesn't have a heart attack. I'm going to go briefly through what happened in the episode. I'm and then fine, we can go man. Take it. your time. Take your we time. We can go through it um, more in depth. So, yeah, Monet meets the distro, kills the distro. Kane has to dump uh, Ramirez's body off. Uh, Professor Reynolds and uh, Professor Carey are both um, – doing their Law & Order SVU impression and uh, investigating <laughs> the whole school. Still doesn't make uh, any Zeke sense to me. Zeke is freaking out, having a fucking uh, breakdown. The, like, but his acting is just so terrible that it looks awful. It looks like he's constipated. Um, and the this is what annoys, one thing that annoys me a nitpick on this episode. They have so many private conversations with privileged information in public places where people Don't can bro. easily hear you. Thank so you. Zeke runs up on the Thank professor you. and starts shouting out every detail about how she's um, implicating his family and how she can't implicate his family. Clearly, while Professor Reynolds can hear that. Can we talk um, about... All right, so can we... Well, Dee, before you move on, because this is what really pissed me off about... We talk about directing, and we also talk about writing, right? Yeah. So clearly, there's, there's something going on between uh, the professor and Zeke, right? Yeah. Can we talk in private? Uh, sure, sure, Zeke. They walk away. He grabs her hand, bro. Makes no sense. And so, um, yeah. And then uh, here's another nitpick I wrote down. Um, I hate that the kids call her Monet and uh, they switch between Monet and mom. Make it one. If you want to call her Monet because she's such a cold figure that you don't associate her as your mother, you have to do that. She has to be Monet. You got to yeah. make that choice. Don't go between my mom and Monet. Pick, pick, pick one. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so then Kane runs up to Drew, 
And Drew says the best line of the season to Kane, it says, you're really dumber than I thought. Because, yes, Kane is dumber than, than everybody thinks. He's real stupid. Um, because Kane just admits to Drew in that instance that he killed Ramirez. And so now Drew's like, yo, you screwed us over. Now you killed Ramirez. What do you think, what do you think is going to come from all this? You keep making bad decisions. And Kane's like, it's Tariq's fault. And Drew's like, yo, <laughs> how are you focusing on Tariq right now? When this is all of your, when this is all of your decisions, like and you talk, accountability, and then you talking about an emotionless Mary J. Kane once again snitches on himself, and yep. she said wasn't past tense. Oh, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. We'll <laughs> I get to was that. like, bro, what? Um, and so then, then we get to uh, Tariq runs. Oh yeah, Tariq runs to the. Uh, I forgot. We have the classic Tariq running scene. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It is burgundy and pink suit. I didn't really. That shit was kind of tough, though. I, I didn't really was. like it. I didn't really like it. it. I thought some of the other. I thought some of the other. Because um, power the suit on. That's one of the other things about power is that it does. They do have really good stylists, and like it, it does kind of hinge on the trend of culture. Like I think they set the trends for like what people wear. Like, like uh, to go on the uh, fashion real quick. Did you see his Montclair um, vest he had on? That shit was tough. That shit, that was, shit was tough. Hard. But you see, the, I was at Da Vinci. I have, the note, I have the note right here. Montclair vest. Yeah, but the, I, was, I, was, I gotta look that up right now. His roommate had the Da Vinci uh, yeah, uh, hoodie on too. Sure. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. I said that shit's like, kind of tough. Oh, oh, that's what we're doing for episode ten. Yeah. yeah. Can I say Kiki. one thing? Um, that I noticed, um, this is nitpick, like, they got those people wearing, like, too much, like, lip gloss or lip chap or whatever. Yo, the Puerto like, Rican shit, right? like, Yeah. How much, how much <laughs> lip gloss they got? Did they give her lip gloss before this? Yeah. Oh, she was a, that doesn't look safe, bro. And even Tariq, especially like you know they're about to make out because like it feels like they slathered them <laughs> in that shit. It's just like, like someone just slapped Vaseline on their lips. Was like, all right, go. But um, so yeah, he does talk to his um his version of Angela, um the actress from Everybody Hates Chris. I think her name is Lauren on the show. I forget. Because I'd be looking at her. Lauren. Um. So she uh. <laughs> She she is trying to be there for Tariq. And Tariq's like, I gotta go downtown. Um, my mom's trial. I'm gonna testify. She's like, oh, I can come with you. And he's like, Nah, it's something I gotta do on my own. <sighs> Anyways, uh, then uh, Tariq is in court, and they're in court, and Tariq has to testify. Um, and for some reason, Sax's niece is in court again. Yeah, yeah. that didn't make sense to me. At why? All. Why, if you have illegally investigated this dude, do you show up front row to 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 court? Front row. Yes. Really? And she's, she's just seen by everybody with pink hair. With pink hair. <laughs> like, oh, who's in this courtroom with like with pink hair? Yeah, she who's definitely also stood out. Who could it be that implicated that investigated? Oh, well, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But oh, can like, I honestly, just, uh, no, but well, go ahead. Like something about I like some things I wish that they could do to make this show look more expensive because like it's the most like highly rated like it gets the most views on stars and I wish that they would like use some of that money to actually make the show look expensive and one of the ways is that fucking courtroom 
like the amount of times they'd have to be in there you think they'd add some fucking windows make it look like a little bit bigger it just looks like a fucking set i hate that fucking courtroom <laughs> it looks terrible well no the power used to like i feel like again in the earlier days it used to feel like it was actually new york city yeah like, new york city was a character in the show yeah and it's yeah. completely it's completely lost that I feel like yeah, at one point like it was suburb. like it looks like a suburb of New York at this point. At yeah. one point they were like bad. It was like Empire and Power, right? Yeah, yeah. And exactly. Now, and now Power looks like Empire. Like you it's know what exactly I'm what happened between. You remember how season one was? Yeah. And then you remember like how it looked like fucking how they shoot shit in Atlanta because I bet they moved it to Atlanta like at the end of like those last seasons, like. Mm shit got cheap and i feel like maybe that's how they're able to afford all those spin-offs but like i think maybe 50 cents and whoever runs that show and like even the people at stars need to actually put the money behind those shows and make them look as expensive as they, as they need to be maybe you stop hiring all these like expensive ass celebrities who can only like i'm sorry i don't mean to be like kidding on mary j because i also like method man but like some of the other actors around, like even some of the young kids, like there other they could pay to get a casting director, not just to go to the basketball court. Like, bro, you know, they can actually <laughs> hire some good actors from around the world. Like, get some British actors. You know how like they have all those British actors and they all are somehow good. Yeah, like you at, could get some of those yeah. over here. At this point, we yeah. can pull a fresh press and get like another Zeke, like they did on Viv. Like, you know exactly. <laughs> Like, it's disrespectful to the show overall. Like, Black people actually watch this shit. So I actually put some thought behind it. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be a critic, but I actually really like no, it. No, so it's, it's no, that's, that's, no, that's, 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 that's what we're doing right now. This, <laughs> this whole thing we sit on the critique. show every week. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so then uh, we're in the, we're in the uh, courtroom. And uh, Sax, for some reason, did not think through putting Tariq on the stand and that Tariq will potentially say everything that Sax has done illegally to, 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 to in the courtroom. The crazy thing about it is like, they started the season off with Tariq and Sax having this conversation already. Because remember, Sax was like, what information you give me? He's like, well, you were there, truth that night. I saw you there. And he was like, yeah. So he's already had this knowledge that Tariq knows that he was there that night at truth. So bring him on the stage without having a basis of saying that, you know, Tariq obviously knows everything about you too. It seems like like middle school at this point. And like this, this is a classic this a classic this is a classic case of Tariq once again outsmarting everybody in a room, but more importantly, he's just literally being handed like dumb shit to him. Like yeah. you could easily flip that. Yeah. Um it's like too convenient sometimes. Right. And, and, and again, you're telling me Tariq is outsmarting U.S. attorneys, uh, law officials, uh, Ph.D. professors. Like, yo, who is this? Is this kid Lex Luthor? Is he Artemis Fowl? Like, why? Is he a, just a child genius? Like, He's Thanos. <laughs> He's Thanos. He has all the infinity stones. Bro. Tariq, Tariq is the fucking writer of the show, bro. He writes his way in and out of every yeah. fucking conflict. <laughs> He's Lex like, Luthor no and the Joker at the same time, bro. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's wild. And the Riddler. 
But can we just uh, talk about that process, like how bad Sacks dropped the ball on that? Yeah, we can we can focus <laughs> on this for a second. And, and honestly, at this point, it's like, yo, I'm I'm rooting for Tariq, like because of how <laughs> stupid Sacks is. And Sacks, when so Tariq gets up on the stand and Sacks is like, so what were you doing that night at Truth? And Tariq obviously flips it on him. And was like, well, what were you doing that night at Truth? Then everybody's like, oh, Sacks was at Truth. And uh, he was like, Sachs, with your service gun, they were like, oh, with the service gun. <laughs> Sacks tries to like say, Your Honor, he has to answer the question. He's not answering the question. Then the judge only enforces it once and then lets Tariq on a whole monologue about how he's like, Well, Sacks, how did you follow me on my birthday after you had me drugged and recorded me? Like, who did you have drugged me? Sacks is like, Your Honor, he's not answering the question. And how convenient that we got the girl with the, the loud hair dye in the courtroom. Sax takes Sax takes the longest like look around the room, locks eyes with her. Like for 15 seconds with Tariq's like, someone drugged me and you had me followed. And Sax was like, oh shit. Not my niece. Like, <laughs> like why would her she soul be down. <laughs> why was she in the courtroom in the first place? Like, and what did you need to be there for? She never messed with Sax in the first Ooh. place. Like, why was she? Right. She, she didn't like him. Right. Like, she and only used like him to Tariq, get out of trouble. Yo. She doesn't like Tariq or Sax. So there's no reason that she should be, there, be there. Yeah. No. And then and then you got the Illuminati, the DNC got to oh, step yeah, so in. The De- <laughs> Democratic National Convention is the Mafia, Mob, Cabal, Yakuza, <laughs> and like you said, Illuminati all at once, I guess. <laughs> Because he can just walk into any judge's chambers and be yo. like, yo, out, get out. out. <laughs> yo, disrespected her, yo. So you want to work in Utica? I was like, oh, snap. No one wants to work there. <laughs> I get out, too. <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah, so he's pulling all these strings, telling people, firing people, hiring people. Honestly, his job should be done, too. He should be fired, too, for letting Sachs go for this long. Yeah. Because you knew Sax was messing up. Why did you why did you keep giving him chances? But anyways, um I thought he had a funny line though. Cause he Sax had a hilarious was, line. He said, I can't believe you let Jay he said Jason Derulo. Hilarious line. Wait, who said that? Said, Jason Derulo outsmarts you. <laughs> that shit was so funny, bro. No, um that funny. actor, he's from uh what's that uh show Edgar? Um where the doctor does house calls and like California. Um, he has a brother. Do you remember that show? It was on USA. Suits? Oh, my, oh. Um, he's a doctor and he does house calls. Um, yeah. That's the only other thing I know where this uh, lawyer is from. No, I know which one you're talking about. I just forget the name, but I know which one you're talking about. If it was on USA. It was like uh, Blue Sky something. Um, Royal Pains. Royal yeah. Pains, yep. There we Thank go. You. Um, oh, Dulé? Yes. Dulé Hill? Yes. Um, he's funny. He's a good actor. So I enjoyed I enjoyed let, them letting him off the leash a little bit. Um, and I would like to see more of him. Also, I forgot to mention, they got my boy in here playing Detective Sam Santana, Laz Alonso. Yeah. My man from Stomp the Yard. Stomp the Yard, yeah. And from The Boys. 
I'm like, yo, give him more, give him more stuff. To yo, do, he's yo. not getting any airtime. That's what he's doing. But that's what I'm saying. This doesn't make sense. Like, at what point does a canonical studies class now turn into a fucking interrogation room? <laughs> when is it turn? When are they professed? Like, when did you have time to become a prosecutor, become a lawyer, then? then pass the bar exam, practice, and then say, no, I'm gonna get my PhD and become a canonical studies professor, a subject that nobody knows what it is about. What is and canonical then got, studies? And then you got hey, She's not even 40 years old yet. Yo, bro. and then you got Professor Reynolds, who's like the private investigator, who's doing all of that too, and all then trying to plagiarize a book. All inadmissible. <laughs> Yo, it doesn't That's make illegal sense. as fuck. You can't, you can't interview students like that. Yeah. Just cancel yeah. class and say, I'm gonna interview students about uh, this murder that happened. Well, anyways, anyways, I digress. <laughs> I seriously digress. And like, okay, can we, can we, you, oh, can't, sorry. you can't just interview kids, take that information and take it to the cops and the cops act on that information. The cops have to be the ones interviewing. They can yeah. at least have the cops there. And the, I mean, they can at least be there while the cops are interviewing the, the kids. Right. But it's just, you can't, yeah, that, that part really pissed me off. Yeah, just, Yo. And that's even depending on how old they are, they got to have to relock when they were trying to get us in trouble, bro. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> even even with that, yo, if it's a police matter, depending on if they're if they're 18 or whatever, their parents got to be there. Yeah. Or yeah. a parent, somebody, a legal guardian, somebody got to be there. You're gonna or talk to my kid yeah. about an ongoing murder investigation, yeah. and there's no lawyer present. Yeah. No school Doesn't make lawyer sense. present. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but that brings us that brings us into the next scene. Right? Or was that before Tariq got to the courthouse where they're interrogating they closed class down? No, so so next thing I have down is um Tasha is killing me, bro. Oh, because they offered Tasha the deal and Tasha's reluctant to take the deal. That shit was like, like Tasha, if, you took the deal at, if you took the deal at the beginning of the season, this all none of this, been, none all of this would have been over. Happen. Just yeah. take the deal, Tasha. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah, and she's trying to tell Tariq again in another privileged conversation in front of everybody. Tariq, we're going to run. Oh, yeah. yeah. I signed the deal, Mr. Democratic National Lawyer, but Tariq, we're going to run. Right in front of, right in front of the U.S. Marshal. Right in front of the U.S. Marshal. <laughs> Smart. Smart, Tasha. I um, mean, she's also told that, she should, that he should kill somebody on, <laughs> on a prison phone. So oh, yeah. That's true. What else? What else? Yeah. What, what if she wasn't a queenpin before, she's definitely a queenpin now. Right. Calling out hits on people. <laughs> And calling the Tejadas and telling the Tejadas what to do. Like, whatever, you're, whatever. And uh, so then Tasha gets released. And then um, this also, this is another nitpick. Then Davis hands Tasha a statement. It says, Tasha, make this statement. Tasha has constantly lied to you from beginning to end. She's never done what you wanted her to do. Why do you think she's going to read this statement? You have power of attorney. You are a lawyer. You speak for your client. When there's press there, the lawyer speaks. Why would yeah, you? That's true. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's it. That's a nitpick, but that one really got me. Also, um, also, also, if she's supposed to be in going into witness protection, right? They don't just let you leave and for three days do whatever you want. Exactly. And then, and then they put you in a witness. No, exactly. That's how Lakeisha, that's how Lakeisha got. That's how they got Lakeisha, bro. Because <laughs> they just left Lakeisha. Lakeisha's like, I need to go home. They're like, oh, all right, I guess so. Go ahead, get your stuff. <laughs> oh, wait, where's Lakeisha? She never came back? That's well, my crazy. Thing, my thing is, yo, it's like... You're like, let's do an interview. <laughs> so everybody knows is, what you look like. 
my thing is she gets out somehow she ends up in stansfield in the dorm room because that's where everybody ends up now like they just know where Tariq oh, lives that's and she's on. like that's further on oh okay am i drunk no. my bad, my bad. My yeah bad. yeah so so then you're good um then oh shit right outside the jail again next to the u.s marshals she tells Tariq, yo make sure you get your stuff ready because we have to run again in front of everybody out in the open reporters um lawyers <laughs> official, oh, officials everywhere there and then that's when the daughter just like reappears yeah is everybody <laughs> take a shot we saw yasmin she's making a drinking game we never get drunk maybe only ab would get drunk from yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't even argue with you on that one, but yeah, you know, Yasmin's like a unicorn, man. Like <laughs> you get high and you was like, oh shit. <laughs> what yo, is that? Playing Where's Waldo, yo. Every time you see her, she she's she's aged like 10 years, bro. Yo, for real. Mommy! I'm like, yo, she told you. I swear. I swear she went back aged. Because the last time she was in the courtroom, I, I mean, at the funeral, I swear she was older than what she was in the scene today. Uh, we, we should check if it's the same we actress should, or yeah. not. I was going to ask, because it's the same actress. We should check. But I don't want to. So. Probably because her mom was like, I'm her, not bro. just showing up to act every four months. I would hate to be her. She get a call. Like, every four years, they call her up, yo, Yasmin, we need you for, like, 15 minutes on set. Even Tasha... Tasha's mom, like at this point, yeah, she just called Tasha's mom, mom. Like, yeah, not yeah. One of us. yeah, for real. Like, you're not my mom. Like, I don't see you. I never see you. You've been like, in jail I don't know you. My life. And before that, you were messing around with Sean the driver. Yeah. And two episodes <laughs> ago, I was in a fucking stroller. Now I'm fucking four feet taller than you. <laughs> so, um, Okay, yeah, I gotta give um, props to Brayden though. I do like Brayden. Um, yeah, I do too. And I still, so Tariq has a conversation with Brayden. And yeah. Brayden's like, yo, um, I just talked to Holly. I mean, not Holly. I just talked to um other white chick. What's her name? I, I'm confusing her with Tommy Egan and Holly. What's his Holly's name? Uh, Sax's niece. Whatever. Oh, uh, girl. I forget. Yeah, Riley. Brazilian knockoff. Riley. Yeah, it's Riley. 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 Thank you. Um, so Riley is trying to get Braden to take back. And uh, Braden is like, no, you lied. But she's like, I lied, but I also do love you. And uh, so maybe that's going to be a thing in the future. Because uh, I did think they did have good chemistry. And I do like Braden. Uh, I do like that actor. Um, I don't think they write him well, but I think he does good with what he's given. Yeah. Um, I don't for for him to be coming from this rich family, they need to drive home that he doesn't want to just be like they need to drive home what his motive for wanting to sell drugs more. Like if he wants to say, like, I want to make my own money, not depend on my family, like his family's messed up, they should yeah. drive well, he that home. He kind of did say because he's good at it though. He kind of yeah. gave like a and, and the, but you really gotta like show me that. You gotta show me almost like Rain Man style, I'm good at this, or like, you know. You gotta show me a montage of him like falling out and like almost getting cracked out off of selling drugs. So it's like a it's like a high for him. So he's like, I have to do this, I have to do this, you know. But that's the thing too for some people. So um and, and for that point, like we spent so much time with Zeke and Milgram and Reynolds, and it's like, yo, I would much rather see what's going on with Braden 
and then build that relationship with Brayden and Tariq to be like Tommy and Ghost. Um, but Tariq continues to lie to Brayden. And it's like, why? You keep getting caught up in lies and lying to him does not benefit you at this point. There's no benefit to lying to him. In fact, it's probably helpful to have somebody with a rich family in your, like, in your pocket. That's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, you want to keep him as happy as possible yep. because he snaps his fingers and shit moves at school. So yep. if you were ever to get caught up in potentially, I don't know, some sort of drug case where you're selling an app to scholars on campus and you're actually selling weed and pills, maybe they could help you get that, get rid of that charge. Like, so why are you, why are you pushing them off like this? I don't understand that. Um, and then, uh, and the point where he specifically lies to Tariq because he's like, yo, Kane off that dude in the pool, right? And he was like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, why not just tell him that was a hit put out on you by GTG? He already knows you work with Monet, so he knows that Monet and GTG are a thing and GTG's coming out, so, and whatever. Yeah, and Kane already had, I hate Kane, GTG too. I Kane hate already had them on the fucking block too, you know, selling that guap. Right, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah, get that guap. Come on, bro. <laughs> they shouldn't have told me it was getting that guap. They should have just said GTG and never let us know what it stood for. And the, the 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 what's the the name of the leader? Big guap, little guap, or big guap. Well, guapo. Um, but again, Tariq and Brandon are having this conversation right out in public in school. But uh, whatever. Um, and this is what I wrote: Montclair vest, super dope. <laughs> and, that hoodie uh, he got on though, that ripped hoodie. That shit yeah. was kind of tough too, bro. And all and of now, green. Now Sasha, the person just who got let off for charges for being a queen pin, decides to go to Monet Tejada's bar, which has just been shot up, and decides to try to buy out Tariq. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that. While like, they're also boarding the shit up too, by the way. Yeah. They're boarding the, the restaurant up. Yo, whatever this bar is, like it must just be a front, because like how do they always have like a fully stocked bar? And yeah. like nobody has Nobody's ever in been in this bar, ever. Bro, there's and nobody in New York, bro. Why there's nobody in New York. Yeah, that too. <laughs> anytime they, anytime they're anywhere, they're on the street. Just speeds off down the street. It's there's like, nobody in New York. Because my question car, is, full on car chase at the end of this episode too, where it's like, yeah. But back, back, back to that though, Mook. It's just like you know, clearly Tasha isn't in a rush to be anywhere because she's doing all of this extra shit. Right. Yeah. But, like, my question is, right, so what do they do to clean their money? So, like, are they just strictly drug dealers, no other ventures, anything like that? Like, at least Ghost had a front for what his money was. They said it was the car wash. I mean, not the car wash. The cleaners. And then he started the nightclub to clean his money. But, like, apparently they just sell drugs and that is it. But Tasha had the, yeah, because Tasha's daycare shut down, what, right? I think the app is what cleans the money. Yeah. But what did they do before that? They had the daycare. But then Tasha went to jail. No, no, no. I'm talking about oh, the Tadas. Oh, okay. No, they have to the app, that. Okay. That is the app question, now man. is what they can use to like, yeah. oh, that's how their money's clean or whatever like that. But before that, before they met Tariq, like how were they cleaning money? They were just selling drugs and that was it? Yeah. And that's the other thing too about the operation. Um, when Monet's talking to Tahada and uh Tahada's like, yo, you need cane because we need muscle. It was like, is Kane the only soldier that you know? Like, is Kane the only, like, why is your, why? And why would you turn your son into this? 
but that's a whole different. But then, but then he mentioned though. He said, "Yo, like I'm sure Ramirez will like show up." So Ramirez was working for him too, and that's yeah. why they were getting away with stuff, which is stupid. Because I mean, which is which is another dumb reason why like Kanan doesn't realize that everything that he's doing is just fucking up the family business because now you don't have the inside. Um, inside man. Yeah, you don't have the inside yeah. man. And even even still, it was really weird because it's like this dude's a beat cop. He's not a lieutenant. He's not a detective. Yeah, yeah. Well, how much can the beat? I, I get having a cop on your paper, but how much can he really, really protect you? And well, and 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 this is a this is a nitpick, and this happened at the beginning of the episode. But remember when he was dragging Ramirez's body into like a little puddle, bro? Yeah. He couldn't do that on his own. He's telling me before you, you when when they shot somebody. He was like, Drew, you need to take Tariq. Drew's like, I'll take Kane. He's like, no, nah, you take Tariq. Two people need to do it. And then Kane is just Superman. And you see there's chains and cinder blocks tied cinder onto, blocks, yeah. onto the yep. body. Yep. How is he moving that? Wait, whose body is this? Ramirez. Oh, okay. Which, again, Kane teleports to the, to the outskirts of New York <laughs> to where there's a swamp that he can swamp. use. Yeah, I'm a swamp, say, yeah. A swamp. Yeah. Man, went down to Florida real quick. Shit made no <laughs> sense, bro. Um, so then um, after after the bar gets shot up, we see Tommy's Mustang and Tasha, Tasha, right? Tasha. Tasha knows that it's um Tommy, but again, she doesn't say nothing. Uh Monet thinks that it's uh DC Joe. Um, and then Tasha somehow sprints to Tariq's dorm. And Tariq still hasn't learned his lesson to uh, lock his door. And his mom burst in and uh, Tariq is like, nah, I got a plan. So again, we're gonna go off a plan for a kid who just turned 18 um, to all these other people who are known criminals who've been escaping the law for years. Uh, but Tariq is the only person who can get them out of the situation. And then uh, Kane snitches on himself to his mom because he doesn't know how to speak in uh, first tense or past tense or pluperfect or whatever. Conjunction, function, what's your function? And then um, <laughs> we have a really awkward sack scene. But um, Yeah, that was weird. Get it? That was very <laughs> weird. Yeah, sax has abs. Who knew? Between who? Uh, yeah. Sax is some random woman we never met. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they, they, she was the like, no, trying to figure out who she was. I, I said, they, who the fuck is I said, who the fuck is Jess? Yeah, I was racking my brain. I was like, is that Proctor's wife? I was like, no, Proctor's wife died. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't know who she was and what her significance was. They did she didn't even need to speak, honestly. Could have been a, a non-speaking role. That scene actually could have all been cut. He could have yeah, just got that, back saying that was just, yeah, that was a weird there's sex no scene. Point in, yeah, there's no point in it. Also, we had a cane sex scene in this one too. That looked weird too. Yeah. Sorry, it looked like a Me Too situation. But you know, just you know. Oh, Marcus no. Watson. E E E. Wait, take take that out. Edit that out. <laughs> Wait, does it get accepted back into the family? Bro, what was that? <laughs> yeah, you heard that shit. Yeah, like, what the growl. fuck was that? Do you growl? Snarl. Yeah, Ooh. what was that? You. <laughs> I was laughing. Oh, <laughs> it's a Excuse- little, little snore, right. I guess. Oh, my bad. No, That's no, all right. No. Yeah. See, we this is why you guys are. Growled. 
<laughs> I know what's going on. We was talking about sacks in his abs, and then he like he, he rolled his R's or something. <laughs> I have, listen, I'm getting back from a cold. All right, you don't even know I could be recovering from COVID nineteen. And yeah, I didn't know COVID nineteen made your eyes so low. Then we have the the, the finale, well, not the final scene, but the the final action scene, uh, where, uh. Tariq has the plan to get everybody out of the situation. He tells Tommy, no, trust me. And of course, everybody trusts Tariq. The plan is to act like Tasha's going to snitch. Um, they get the FBI there involved in sting operation. Of course, something goes wrong. And Tommy drives into a gas station and the car uncomically blows up. Like, I don't even think Paul Walker's car did that shit. Oh, yo. Yo. I'm just saying, bro. Uh, We're doing that one today. Wow. So, wait, 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 wait. Edgar talked about, you know, putting money towards something. They put a lot of money towards that weak-ass CGI job that they did with the explosion. <laughs> that shit blew up five times. Yo. <laughs> also, also, one and up. Also, nah, nah, one more, one more. But also, there's no, there's no cars on the street, bro, the entire the time. And no cars, no people. No people. Oh. The car is engulfed in flames, and Sax is like, I have to get Egan. Like, yo, you are not getting nothing out of that car, bro. No bullshit. <laughs> the only thing I was thinking about when that explosion happened was like Funkmaster Flex just in the background. <laughs> Drop on the clues bombs, for Drop on the clues bombs. <laughs> Shut up. That was stupid. Yeah, and then and then the whole reason why they know that Tommy <laughs> is dead is because Tommy somehow found a surgeon to go get his molders out between the time that Tariq pulled him and then the next day when they did this thing. Didn't make any sense. Pulled. Yeah. So they put his teeth into the car. And I guess it didn't burn up in the six explosions that happened. <laughs> Um, so they found his molars and they're like, oh, Tommy's dead. <laughs> Wait, how is he dead if he's going to have a spinoff? No, no, no. The FBI thinks he's dead. So that's oh, how he has fake, a spinoff. He faked his death. he's cleared. Oh, I he's see. dead. So he's, he's good to go. Oh. And of course, he's like, all right, thanks, Tariq. I'm leaving the city. And then we get to the last scene. Um, and it's like, oh, surprise, Tommy hasn't left the city. He still wants to kill Rightfully so, wants to kill Tasha. Got to got to put her down. On him, yep. And Tasha killed Lakeisha and lied to him but about I, killing Lakeisha. But shout but out I to question though. Yeah. Like, why is he still trying to kill Tasha at this point? If he's getting away scot free, like he's completely off this whole case. This You're case right. is com- closed You're now. Right, but that is some Tommy shit. I feel like that's yeah. in, that is in line with Tommy. What what Tommy do? Yeah, that's true. That's but true. I'm just saying, like, I felt like one, if you're working together to get all this shit done, you'd think, okay, now everybody can go their separate ways. This whole shit is completely over with. Yeah. And so again, for me, for of, me, I, oh yeah, not nah, for me. It's just like 
why once again Tasha is rushing to get out of town, but yet she ends up at the fucking graveyard. Yeah, and this is the thing, and like Boop said, actually, this is the thing that power, something that power does terribly. Like this is like when Dre had to get out of town and then decide to stop at the gas station for some punions. And then get some rest. Still so funny shit. <laughs> like, why are you why are you stopping, bro? Keep going. And like, also, Tasha, all why, those, all why those are you F- going to your daughter's grave? Leave. All those FBI agents there, you don't see Tommy? Right. Tommy's behind the, <laughs> the behind no, the, no, the no. I have, the left. I have I have like six things that about this last scene. Because apparently everybody's just getting rolled on in this last scene. Like <laughs> Tommy has yet. all this knowledge. He's seeing everything going on because he's behind a gravestone. He didn't see Monet was waiting somewhere behind him too. Well, yeah. no, that's the next thing too is that. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't understand that that scene at all, Moot. Because clearly, yeah. So, so <laughs> Tasha's talking to um, Raina and saying goodbye. Her goodbyes to Raina because Raina's six feet under, thanks to uh, Tariq. Tariq. Yep. Um, and then Tariq. This is where Tariq says that he's a killer. Again, admitting privilege shit in a graveyard that got him caught up last time. He admits that a bunch of stuff again, which is wild because he also called the feds. So the feds had the potential of hearing all this. But anyway, so then the, he calls the feds because he, he tells them that there's another hit on his mom. His mom gets scooped up by the feds. And then uh, Tommy pulls, pulls on Tariq. And then Monet pulls on Tommy. Which is like again, the circumstances are way too convenient. How does everybody know where everybody is? How did Monet get there at that point? Um, and how did Tariq Tariq done change like five times this episode? But because uh, he had a new fit on at the end of it. Um. So then, Monet um, and Tariq ride off into the oh no. Then we, we, we miss the scene. Professor Reynolds. Scene. Yeah, we get the Professor Reynolds scene. Was that before or after? Is that the I think last? that was I think that was before, maybe. Well, either way, so this is what oh, happens. Yeah. Professor Reynolds tells Tariq, like, yo, I got an out for you. I'll give you money if you let me write about your life. Like you're gonna be my next book, be my subject. Tariq like, well, all right, cool, because like, he needs the money. Uh so he can give that money to Monet because he's in debt. Um, so Tariq meets up with him in in the park because um rightfully so the professor's like we can't meet at stansfield like oh someone finally got that idea so they meet at the park and then somehow again kane underneath gets a street light kane gets the drop on them because people just like hiding behind trees bushes and gravestones and they get to drop on everybody i guess um kane doesn't ask any questions shoots um shoots Shoot reynolds first because he thinks that Reynolds is a cop and Tariq is a snitch. And um, again, Kane being dumb, then lets Tariq talk him down. And Tariq's like, I'll take care of the situation for you. And this way, we can frame the Reynolds murder on uh, Ramirez and make Ramirez out as a dirty cop who killed Reynolds. And um, Reynolds is still alive at this point, begging for his life, saying, please, Tariq, call, like, I'm, I'm dying, like, call the cops. Um, and Tariq turns to him and says, you thought that there was a problem spot. I am the problem spot. 
and it shoots him in the face, and it shoots him two more times in the middle of the park. And yeah. Kane, who we told to go get somewhere public because you need an alibi, decides yeah. to stay right there and watch it all happen. Oh. And so Kane laughs and walks away. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. So someone's going to get double-crossed there in that situation. Do you but think again, Kane has, like, uh, something going on upstairs? Yeah, absolutely. Like, okay. A couple, a couple screws loose, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's at the very least, he's very sociopathic. At the very least. It might, might be psycho, psychopathic, actually. Yeah, I, think he revel, I think he relishes in it. Like, uh, I don't think the writers of Powers are capable enough of writing that story, so I feel like... No, they're not. You're right. <laughs> You're right. That's going to be trouble. Because there's, there's a scene, I think it was in episode nine, a scene where he's chopping up a body and putting it in a barrel. Yeah, that's that's what it was. It's like, yo, you're not like there was a scene at the beginning of first episodes of Power where Tommy lights a dude on fire, and it's like, um, it reminds me of Quentin. We're talking about Quentin Tarantino. It reminds me of Reservoir Dogs. Um, Michael Mann, the Michael, uh, forget the actor's name. When he's cutting the dude's ear off to the song, stuck in the middle of you. Yeah. Um, Oh, you're right. You're right. That's the vibe that Tommy is giving at the beginning while he's doing that scene. It's like, oh, Tommy's fucking crazy, and this is dope. I'm getting to watch this lunatic revel in this violence. Kane is just like, yo, what? Why? He's not giving me enough of that crazy. Or when 50 rode down the street with the bike. Yeah. Um, that episode with Kendrick Lamar. And that yep. episode, and you see how he's just crazy. He's run dudes o- running dudes over and stuff. Like, I never get that from Kane. And that's what I want to see from Kane. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go that route with him, you gotta what, you gotta amp it up to a thousand. And like we're, we're never gonna get that. Here's here's a guy who played Bobby Brown in a biopic, and then before that <laughs> played Bobby Brown in the New Edition story, and before that was just a making. You know what I'm saying? Like on Instagram, yeah, Instagram, doing stuff. So we're not gonna get that from from Kane, and if we do, he needs a better acting coach. Yeah, and like like you said, Edgar, shout out to them uh, for giving them the representation and giving them the chance. But at this point, it's like, yo, talent over chances. You tried it. You tried. It's not good. Get a different one. Um, I love my favorite episode in uh, Lovecraft, which you hate me talking about. No, I was going to listen. I'm planning on rounding back to Lovecraft (laughs) once we're done with this. So, so yeah, we're at the end. But um, this is also, oh, I forgot to say, Tommy tells Tariq like it is. It says, like, yo, look at yourself. You're doing everything that ghosts will do. Mm. And Tariq weirdly says, well, maybe one day I can earn his name. And it's like, I think they really, like, Power Book 2 really (laughs) forgot the relationship and the dynamic that was happening between Tariq and his family and his dad and his mom to make it seem like ghost was, like, some sort of, like crazy abuser. Yeah. He yeah. Tasha's arm once. Not saying not not condoning that. But he did not, he was not a, a an abusive partner, a, rep- yeah. a repetitively abusive partner. He put his kids in the best education. His wife was cheating on him. And yeah, he had an affair on the side, but he owned up to that and tried to make it work. Like right. his wife was combating him through the, every single stage. Tasha, and Tariq was Tasha. mad at Ghost because Ghost was like, I'm not going to teach you the game. Go to school. 
get your education, be legit. And Tariq right. disowned him because he's like, I want to sell drugs. But Tasha, so Tasha created oh, that right. narrative. I was just saying, throughout all of that, Tasha should have stepped up and said, listen, your dad, I mean, she was hurting because, yeah. you know, in return, Ghost went out there and started banging Angela. But, I mean, Tasha is the reason why um, Tariq is the way he is. And she's going to have to deal with that. You know? And um, so, so I say all that to say, because the way that they're making Tariq Tariq talk about it is like he almost respects his father. Then it's like, right. I didn't want to do it, but I had to do it to protect my mother. It's like, that's not the case at all. Ghost was done with your mom. Ghost yeah. was divorcing your mom. Ghost was on a whole other path. He did yeah. it to protect himself. Your mom was the one who still wanted to drug deal. Your mom yeah. was the one who was still dealing with, with Sean, Terry Silver, Quentin, whatever. Uh, the, the guy that she set up to take yeah. the fall for, like, Tasha's, it's like, when you stack up the two, yeah. and you take away the names, and you look at who's done what, Tasha is a worse, like, morally worse character than Ghost was. And yeah. and so it's really frustrating for me to, for them to, like, try to retcon all this to make it seem like Ghost was this evil, maniacal dude who couldn't be stopped unless Tariq had to pull the trigger in that moment because there's utmost danger happening. It's ridiculous. And then for him to be like, oh, I want to earn the name Ghost one day, it's like, you say you don't want to be nothing like him. Now you want to earn the name Ghost? Yeah. So that threw me off. Uh, he said uh, something. Yeah, so he that, said, that culminates the episode. He said something like, I think it ended where he was like, well, you know, ghosts never die or something like that at the end. <laughs> oh, he tried to like, put some like, uh, canonical poetry on it. Some fucking, just, some fucking crazy shit. Maybe dead, but ghosts never die. Yeah, something like that. Something stupid. Yeah. yeah. Um, wait, was there um was there like a canonical study story this uh this episode, by the way, like a lesson to uh parallel? No, no we're still trying to figure out what canonical studies is. Like oh. <laughs> <laughs> made up off class. That's funny. But yes. um well yeah, um overall, do you guys really like uh how did you enjoy the season? Are you gonna watch uh season two when it comes out? Oh, well, I'm definitely like gonna said, watch at, it. At this point, I'm I'm rooting for Tariq, and I just want to see how it, see how he keeps getting out of these situations. I feel like it's my uh, guilty pleasure. It's so bad that you is. just want to like continue to watch it and like to have this space to like just critique it because we know how great this show could be. Because when they had you know Ghost and they had Tommy and they had all those guys, it was a great show. But then it's right. just like once like D said like. They paint this picture as if James St. Patrick was this evil person where really up until he died, it, he was like really turning the corner of just becoming legitimate. Like everything that he did, he was just going to be legit. And um, it's funny. That's the whole conflict is that he didn't want to sell drugs anymore. Yeah. His family was like, no, nigga, sell drugs. <laughs> we like crack, <laughs> nigga. Like, <laughs> I want crack. Can I? Uh, James is like, no. Like, yeah. let's let's get this money. Let, let's let's do it the legit way. And Tasha was like, I was banging Sean, and he was like, oh shit. <laughs> if I could have, um, can I have uh, an op the rip thought though, real quick? Yeah, um, I already told Darius this, but I think it's funny how um, this season of um, Power Book Two is 
like basically a sixth or seventh season of the last series except one main actor and i don't think that's like a coincidence so um i think like you think omari left i think not even left i think some shit went down where they had to like write him off not to be like i'm not to be talking shit but just like even and i think that's contributing to what you were saying about how they talk about him like i feel like you know like this show likes to bring actors back whether like you know how they even do like they're talking about canonical studies they could do some poetry shit like flashback or like sister back of all people they brought cash back of all people Omari is just like, I thought he died with um Lala. Exactly. So I think the fact that Omari is not showing up anywhere, and the fact that like he's basically the only missing link between that show and this show says something mm, about how I didn't even think about that writing that character. So because he um, didn't he get into some weird stuff with like then he do a little bit of weird stuff with Beyonce. And he like kissed well, Beyonce. Who, who's this? No, that was um no, that was just like a public that was just like he just lost his shit in front of Beyonce and honestly we can't really all blame him. <laughs> Who is this? Omari Hart, James St. Patrick. He was over he was like sitting with um he had his wife over there and not that um but like he was sitting over there, it was him and then Beyonce, and then he tried to say something with Beyonce and he, then he just like looked like he was about to consider some shit. Just one of those things where like you don't coordinate real well. Like he was stress struck. I think he might have had a little bit of honey. You know, he got a little bit of happy. So yeah, I say, and I ended up trying to kiss on him out. A little bit of the controversy <laughs> that did happen around him separately is that um, I don't think it was a whole entire Terry Crew situation, but I think, and you know, I'm sure there's two sides to this story. Wait, there's two different Terry Crew situations. There's the cloning Terry Crews, and then there's the Me Too Terry Crews. It was a third Terry Crews situation. Well, um, it might not fall between the two. Here's what happened. Yeah, I might not even think that. Um, but what happened was like, basically, um, and again, it was two sides of the story probably, but like some people when he was getting popular and power was getting real big at the height of it. Like, um, like you know, <laughs> we're not blaming the Shea Better team, but some of the Shea Better team and some other teams came out and were like questioning his relationship. Um, his if you're gonna blame him, blame him, Beast. Don't be scared. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that. He, he's made to Sean that. Powell said that, not Edgar <laughs> Tavy. Yo, don't be I'm, saying my name, bro. I'll cut it out. But um, no, no, yeah, no. He's married but, to a white woman. She's she she kind of strong, yo. But Look, no, what happened up. was like people were like talking. No, no, like um, he was like getting really popular, and people were like, oh, like questioning his relationship, and then he he like yeah, I think he didn't defend it in um, sort of um, you know, calm way. He was very agitative about it, and I guess that might have. I don't know if that caused like internal conflicts or whatever, but um, I think he might have said some things that some people viewed as problematic. And I think, um, again, you know, he died. I don't think you can see him again. Again, I don't think people should be getting into like apparently. He does it say how long they've been married? Uh, I didn't. I didn't look that up, but I know that oh. some some people on Twitter were going crazy based off of some features of his wife, and I think he took to uh, social media and even in some interviews defending her as he should, you know? Yeah. 
defend your wife, but you know, there was some things that were said that uh that's why I said there's yeah. two sides. No one should be in his relationship, and I don't think he did a good job, you know, defending himself. I think he attacked and not really. But anyway, so um But what do you what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like what what is the right way to go about that? No, 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 no. Um, I'm, that's why I'm trying to keep it very general because I don't want to misquote him. But I do remember most of the um, controversy came from his response. But I do remember feeling that, you know, he shouldn't have to defend his marriage. And again, it seemed like it was a long time relationship. So like, who knows? And so that's his private business. So I maintain that. But I think, you know, and another thing is that like, he's not really, he was, he's a good actor, but if you look at his IMDB page, he's not really getting a lot of projects going, especially right now. Like, you know, you'd think he'd he's get- in a transitional period. Yeah. You'd get something. But I know him and um, Denzel got like a, Denzel, Denzel Washington's like his mentor. Or I was reading, a, I, w- I saw an interview and he was talking about how like Denzel mentored him and kind of like, is Denzel doing a movie with him right now? I don't know. That oh. I don't know, but I was just saying. I'm just saying, look at the evidence or lack thereof, and I think that might give you the answers about so how you think he got you think he got blackballed? You think you yeah, I think that might have happened, but for him to be written out of a show and not to be like if he got written out of a show, then that could have been one thing I would have been able to land other work somewhere else, but I haven't seen him get any major work and he'd be like, you know, he'd be in discussions for maybe some Marvel films. You could see him in a Marvel film. You can see him in, you know, one of these, you know, indie black films that are coming out. He's very much in the um, Yaya Abdul-Mateen sort of, you know, factor, like um, bracket. Don't you think so, Darius? Nah, because Yaya was, was Yale. Like, that's it doesn't that, matter yeah. if it's Yale, it's fine. It does. It matters, where you, it matters who backs you, man. You come from that group from Yale with him, with, I mean, yeah, it, with Lupita. With, it's yeah. about exposure. Like, like it helps right? when you're it helps yeah. when you're getting started, but I'm just saying, like, he left a show that's basically propping. Oh, up no, no. I agree that he network. it's weird that he hasn't found work. I don't think I don't think he was Marvel or DC material though. Oh, I'm just saying it just takes one good project. You're right. Like no one was looking at um yeah, our boy from Lovecraft until you know that season, and he got all that press from it. Absolutely. So, but right. I'm just saying, off the you know, he could have gotten several roles from just his being, career could have if he played it right. Yes, you're right. No, I'm not even saying playing it right. I'm just saying it's bizarre. You would get some. Oh, you oh, you're saying if, that it should have took off after because I mean he did technically carry power for. Well, yeah, he doesn't have seasons. an upcoming movie. He doesn't he's have not an starring upcoming in anything franchise. Else. He, has he no doesn't have a that he's starring. TV show even. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That, that maybe so... maybe he retired. Shit. Well, I mean, let's look up his net worth. He probably got, you know what I'm saying? Probably making some money off. Was he a producer no, because on the show? Um, I don't know about the producers. This whole entire thing about actors being producers really came about really recently, especially with A-list, act- A-list actors signing on to TV yeah, shows. Last time I remember that was like Tom Welling and Smallville, it's, like the first actor I remember to be a producer. Yeah, and also if you've been with a show for a long time, that usually they start happens when credit. you... Exactly, yeah. so when you sign a contract, um, a normal contract for a pilot for Stirs probably would have been a six to seven season 
contract, which this was, he died like the end of the show, the end of his contract. Yeah. Uh, what would have been like around where it would have been like six or seven. That's what the general contract would have been at the time. I think now it's much shorter, but, um, but that's, um, sorry, I forgot how we got onto the subject of contracts, but, um, no, but the six seasons is how long he would have been required to stay on the show. Like after six seasons, then there would have been negotiations for him to continue on. And then that's when he would have become a producer if he wasn't a producer previously. But, um, but you know, they killed off his character. And then that could have also been like a contractual issue, contractual issue where like the show where he's the main character had to end. And then they just brought over all the other characters on a new show, but it's technically the same show. And that's why they're bringing everyone back but him. Um, so, which is why, like, I wasn't trying to just bring up shit to bring up shit, but all the, all the evidence between the writing and between what that, I mean, you, that makes sense, Edgar, because they're also giving Tommy his own show. Exactly. Mm. So it's literally like, you just, you're giving, you're branching out and giving everybody else everything else. Well, how would you, how would you, person. my question to y'all is, how would you write Ghost back into like a storyline? Like, what would you do? Unless it's a series of flashbacks and stuff like here and there, but like, how would you write him back? Well, into I'm assuming he's gonna pop up in Canaan. That no, I'm unless he's playing by a different actor. Yeah, no, a different. I'm the character. Oh, okay. The character. Are, yeah. are you talking about Mari Hardwick? Yeah, that's no, what I'm Mari saying. Mari Hardwick is not showing up. On he's not showing up. Yet. <laughs> he's done. Produce but the character that. Ghost might show up in, in the. I'm assuming him and Tommy are gonna show up as young, young Ghost and young Tommy. I do not like prequels. I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna have to skip it. Even though I'm sure it's gonna be like, honestly, based on the credentials and the on-screen talent, like um, I don't uh, mind this one because it's set in a time of New York. Again, where I think New York is gonna be a character. I think they're gonna go back to that that time. Oh, you know so. they're gonna be blasting like Biggie every other. Like, exactly, it's gonna be it's gonna be um it's gonna be nostalgic. Exactly, um, um, yeah, hip hop, um like the hip hop culture just started to become mainstream and uh, war on crime is huge. Yeah. So it's like such a volatile time. It's like you can really do a lot with that. You can say a lot with that. And it's also, I just like looking back at that time. Unlike well, I think it's going to 84. <laughs> oh my God. Every okay. time I think about that movie, it gets worse. That was a good review, by the way. I, I got <laughs> 25 minutes into it. I'm like, damn, we still on this opening scene? <laughs> Honestly, that's around when I stopped the first time. I was just watching it and I was like, you know what? I'm actually getting tired. I'm actually, I, I was asleep and it woke back up and I'm like, yo, this girl, like she, I think she fell off her horse or something. I'm like, yo, yeah. there's no way in hell this, <laughs> this seat is still going on. Can I just say, by the way, Darius, um, the thing you brought up about the um, consent thing, it literally blew up. Um, now, like, they're roasting that lady for, um, Cause that was like they're saying like that was a rape scene. Um, what she yeah, there's no consent in there. So well, spoilers for Wonder Woman '84. She raped fine. somebody. <laughs> all your homies on that drug list. All the family fucked up, split. All the minds corrupted. All that trying to look with.